Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by, is it Kulik? Kulik, yes, you said it right. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> how, how have you been? How are you doing? I'm good. It's been a busy day. We got a lot of stuff going on uh, and a show coming up. So I had practice in New York City and now I'm in New Jersey at a hotel. So we, I literally just got in a half hour ago. So here, here we are. All the musicians I've interviewed, I have not asked. What is practicing like before you go on tour? <laughs> well, this isn't practicing before tours, just for like a one-off show. But um, I mean, I'm, I'm playing acoustic on Friday, basically, in New York City uh, at the Bitter End. And I'm opening up for my partner, April Rose Gabrielli. So we were practicing for her set. So I was in Brooklyn practicing for her set. And then I'm playing my acoustic set. So I'm about to rehearse for that. Probably in the hotel. I mean, there. <laughs> so after this, that, that's what practicing is like for me anyway right now until the full band stuff starts to kick up. Awesome. Now I want to ask, what is it like for a 12-year-old to start a studio in their room? <laughs> uh, well, I got yelled at a lot. But because <laughs> the uh, I basically made my – it was like a little walk-in closet with sliding – mirrors uh the sliding doors and one day i just took all the shelves down and built the desk and made that a recording studio so that i can kind of have a little more privacy when i was sang i was just very uh self-conscious with the way that i sounded when i sang so i didn't want anyone in my family to hear me but apparently it didn't help whatsoever but uh it was great i would recommend you do it but definitely ask your parents first and um that that'd be my, that'd be my advice ask your parents first What's the studio look like for a 12 year old? <laughs> uh, I basically had like one acoustic, one electric, and my recording thing, a microphone, and a couple stuffed animals. Awesome. So, what, what made you passionate about music? Because obviously, a 12 year old starting a recording studio in his closet, that there's passion behind that. So, what, what was it that fueled that passion? Um, I just. I really liked writing music right away, like just writing. Like I basically did journal entries and then I just wanted to start singing with it. And um, when I had the studio, like that studio, my closet, it was like I was able to sit there and escape and put my headphones on and just kind of zone out with the music. And it made me want to be able to be that person. I used to escape into the music and like, really try to hear the rooms they recorded in and be like, Oh, I can totally do that. I can hear my voice here. I was, it was kind of like the start of like visualization, you know, it was like a form of people like trying to see what I could be in the future, which I really believe in and think a lot of people should try to do. Awesome. Well, what, what music inspired you? What bands, what groups, what musicians? Yeah, I have a ton uh all over the place too i always mention tom petty first he's such a great songwriter and he was the first person that had like two minute songs that were so quick that made you want to listen to them again um i grew up with a lot of 80s like hair metal because my dad lifted weights downstairs i got a workout downstairs and my brothers did so a lot of bon jovi a lot of journey sticks uh ario speedwagon but i I felt like I personally started really getting into music. I mean, I had the whole teenage years with like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears and Ricky Martin. I loved uh, his aesthetic physically as well. But 
I really, I really started liking music when I started getting into like a day to remember, which is like, okay. they're more like screaming heavier bands. Uh, and I was angry at that age. So that, that really got me into writing more personal songs. So I think that's why my, when you listen to my music, it's a lot, it's a lot all over the place. Cause I kind of don't have a specific genre to say, well, the, the new songs kind of do, but I can't really say anything about that yet. So <laughs> <laughs> now that's fine. Um, so you said teenage years, Ricky Martin, uh, teenage years. No, probably like, probably like the 12, 13, 14, like, we're, not, we're not too we're not too far off in age then because uh, Ricky Martin was really popular when I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably a little bit younger. Yeah, um, yeah. No, teenage years was more of the. I didn't get into like emo, emo, like My Chemical Romance, like like Blink One Eighty Two. I wasn't really into that. It was just more. Uh, it was more screaming. I passed that. I went past that. Whenever I listened to that kind of like that style of music, I was like, I wish there was also some screaming in this. I was, I was a little more angry. I think <laughs> now I listen to everything. I mean, I try to listen to some classical stuff, listen to jazz stuff, meditation music's my shit. I love that stuff. <laughs> so it's kind of all over the place now. Yeah. I was in the band in school and I was never like appreciative of that form of music, but as I've gotten older, I like classical music I could listen to all day. Yeah, I got appreciative of a lot of things I wasn't wasn't appreciative of when I was younger, <laughs> music included. But yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So tell me about um, your career now. Uh, you said you might have a new album coming out shortly. Not yet. Not okay. yet. Uh, so I have a show on Friday. I play an acoustic. Um, I have three shows: September first, third, and fifth. Uh, which is in Scranton, Pennsylvania, New York, New York, and Philadelphia. And then I have some other shows coming up that I can't announce yet, but by the end of the year, I'll be able to. And right now I'm currently working on a new record. I have a single that's being mixed at the moment, and it is definitely more in the style of what I said I used to listen to, like the more alt-rock. Mm -hmm. De definitely more angsty sounding <laughs> how is it getting back out there in front of live audiences now after covid's finally calming down if you talk to me tomorrow night i'll let you know <laughs> I, I tomorrow's the first show uh since covid so it will be interesting i the nerves that you forgot you get are definitely back uh not not even just like with playing just more of the logistics of getting there making sure everything's set up that there's a battery in your acoustic that your voice can handle a half hour straight again. Uh, being in public with people, like my social anxiety is through the roof now compared to what it used to be. I, I spent years getting through those anxieties and then COVID just, I feel like I'm a baby again, going back into learning how to be a human. <laughs> That's fair. I think a lot of people are transitioning and I even going to the store is something that people get anxiety about right now. So yeah, it's 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 crazy, and I don't know if everyone's oversensitive like that. I feel like the world is split in two. I will, the world's split in two in general. It seems anyway, from what you know is being shown to us. But I feel like people are either oversensitive to it, or they're like, "Get over it! I can't wait for things to be open. I miss people." Uh, I I I'm more on the sensitive side. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. A little cautious. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Sure never hurt anybody but um 
So you've gone on tour with the Sleeping with Sirens and the Rocket Summer in 2018. What was that experience like? That was fun. Very fun. Those guys, they're still like my best memories of tour. Um, I still talk to a lot of them too. And Sleeping with Sirens, they, uh, they, they basically made me have a first my first tour ever like an amazing experience i got a lot of great fans from that tour and i got to basically play acoustic with my drummer keith gencher who played the cajon and i didn't even have songs recorded yet like that's how early that was in my career so i was really grateful to have such a big opportunity like that being so uh green as they say in the industry which basically means i didn't know shit. <laughs> When, when you sit down and decide, okay, I'm serious about this. I want to start touring, maybe put out an album and stuff. What's that experience like? like? What steps do you have to take to get to that point? I think everybody's process is different. But for me, it was always just, and this sounds so what everyone says, I feel like, but like you just have to do it because I didn't have a plan I started writing songs. They weren't good. My voice wasn't good. It took me years to get like halfway decent and with both singing and performing and writing and production, all of it. There's so many different things too. Like some people are just singers and they don't produce, which is fine. And there's people who are only producers. And, but I, you have to be, you have to put yourself out there and you have to just write and record and, and write what you feel and then show it to people unapologetically. Like, here's my songs. If you like it, great. If you don't, I'm glad I showed it to you. And maybe I'll get brought up in your conversation later to somebody and that will help, you know? But uh, I, I think not being desperate is a very big key. <laughs> you yeah, know, or at least not doing it, you know, not seeming too desperate because be, for me anyway, like, the artists that I look up to, they, they just do it because they love it. And that always, I always hated that answer when I was young. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, but what about money? And what about this? It's like, yeah, like that. I, I, I believe comes with just sticking to it because I mean, I'm, I, I'm 29 years old. I've been doing this for like four years, but I've really been doing it since I was like 15. And somehow it's just, it's just, it, it keeps going somehow. That's great. So, I got, that's good advice for anything. Like whether you want to do podcasting, just sit in front of a microphone and start talking and do it because you like doing it. Don't do it because you want to become rich and famous because that is a long journey. If, and when somebody finally achieves right. it, but do it because you like it. It can't like, be your first goal. You know, like it can be a goal. Like my goal is also to be like, you know, successful and have money. Of course. Why wouldn't you want that? But you have to love to do it first or else you're going to not enjoy it. And it normally doesn't work out for people if they're doing it and they're not doing it for the right reasons. In my opinion, I don't know that that seems to be that that's my belief. And I also, I speak on it like more of like, not if you want to be a singer or an artist, but more of like as an entrepreneur, if you want to do anything, whatever you want to do, like, please just do it and don't worry about what other people think. Don't worry about if it's going to be successful. Don't count the views. Don't look at the followers, just do it get it out there and move on to the next thing you want to do. Yeah. Ignore the negative comments on Twitter too. Yeah. 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 I have plenty of that stuff. I mean, I had a hell of a, a run in the last couple of years. I have comments about my life online that you just brush off and you're like, 
you know, you don't really know my life or how I create things. And I also have the positive comments too. I, but my point is I kind of try to not care about the comments period. Like if they're good, that's great, but I'm trying not to even look because it's yeah. more like I'm doing this for me first and foremost. So if other people like it, like that's always like amazing is like, wow, I tapped into something special here and other people are relating to this. That's always incredible. But the hate, I don't, if anybody ever expresses any hate to you, it's usually because they're not happy with something in themselves or their own life. And I've done that to people as well. So i speak on that from experience. Yeah. Comments are noise, whether good or bad, but I mean, it's fine to check the good ones. Just don't let the bad ones bother you because it's probably somebody had a bad day. You don't know their journey or they're just bored and want to bother you because they need attention. So, right. Yeah, no, I agree. Anything in life, do it because you like doing it. Don't worry about the journey to the top. Just worry about enjoying the journey to the top. Yeah, because the journey goes really freaking quick, man. I'll tell you. Like you asked me about sleeping with Sirens tour. That was three years ago already for me. Like it feels like it was like fucking last year. It's not even close. So yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so where can everybody find uh, some of your previous music? And I know that you've got a lot of music videos and stuff on your website as well, which I'm gonna pull it up here. Cool. Yeah, um, so all of my stuff, if you just search Kulik, K-U-L-I-C-K, it comes up. Um, my Instagram and Facebook and Twitter is at Kulik Official, K-U-L-I-C-K, official. My website is KulikOfficial.com as well. I have some new merch out. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm all over the place. If you, if you want to find me, you'll find me, I promise. <laughs> and I would love for you to check out any of the music and you know, I'm always available. Reach out to me and see, you know, let me know what you like, what you don't like and all that. And like I said, if you don't like it, you can still reach out, but I'll probably just dismiss it. <laughs> hey, man, uh, I just keep doing you. I, I listen to some of the songs and they're great. And uh, you look like you're having fun in some of those music videos as well. So, uh, yeah, uh, the videos are so fun, man. That's one of my favorite things to do is those videos. They're it's really nice to be able to kind of be a little more free because in my normal life, I'm very, very not, <laughs> I'm very, very rigid and, and, and business-like. So the videos I'm able to be a little more expressive. So that's cool. Yeah. YouTube has been a great outlet for musicians putting videos and stuff up. Absolutely. A lot of people get, a lot of people get famous from YouTube doing it yeah. themselves. Yeah. A lot of, uh, it's really hard to, consistently create content that's the one thing that's been very difficult in this era of being a musician because i mean compared to before it'd be more like just release music and go on tour but now it's like you know i feel like there's a lot of different realm uh, ways to go you can do the content thing and try to you know get uh popular on youtube or whatever but like i said i kind of just put it out if people want to see it that's great and i'd love to see you in person live i'd love uh, just just you know, if you if you if my music is of use to you, that's amazing. And that's all I can ask. I'm not trying to get you to look at me like twerking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, if you ever come through Columbus, please let Eileen know so I can check out the show. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Ah, uh, dang. When we toured, we toured with Andy Black, that, uh, 2019. Uh, his Ohio shows were really good because he's from he's from Ohio. Oh, um, I think I think my daughter would dig your music too. Yeah, show her, please. Absolutely show her. I think I might have some shows at the end of the year in, in Ohio. I'll have to email you after this. I can't say anything, but I I, I have a feeling you stopped through there. Awesome, awesome. Well, where can everybody find you on social media? 
Yeah, like I said, it's just at uh, Kulik Official, K-U-L-I-C-K, and that's for every single handle. Instagram is what I use the most, um, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, TikTok as well, but I kind of don't really use it. I've been trying to. I'm getting a little pressure to use it, but I don't know. I think I'm over the hill for that one. <laughs> I feel that too, man. Everybody tells us we should promote the podcast on TikTok. I'm like, I think oh, I'm 20 years too old for this thing. Like, I feel weird. weird. I don't want to look like the guy who's doing the old content on TikTok. So I'd rather just stick to my, here's my music. And I'm, I mean, hey, if I miss some opportunities, I miss some opportunities. But I don't think my music's the kind that you do those dances to anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> well, man, it's been a pleasure. Maybe in a, year, maybe in a year I'll be on it. I have no, I have no idea. But for now, well, yeah. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and I will for sure be uh, adding all of this stuff into the description of this audio or this video for all of you guys to check out. Thank you again, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me.